Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to devote her life to saving the water buffalo population, mm. ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Thompson. <laughs> Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Welcome back, Holly Roberts. Oh, thank you. And hello to all of you on this Wednesday. June 7th, 2023. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Daniel Boone Day. Welcome to Global Running Day. Welcome to June Bug Day. Welcome to National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Welcome to National Taylor's Day. Taylors are a gift. They truly are. They can revitalize old clothes very easily. Welcome to Trial Technology Day. Welcome to VCR Day. And welcome to the show. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. In your coffee. Good morning, everyone. Let's start the show. Mm. Welcome back, Holly. Thank you. How was it? It uh, well, it was good. How was your time not, off? My time off was wonderful. It was nice to get away for a couple days. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> A nice little long weekend. Those yeah. are it's, it's easy to make those feel a lot longer than they really are. Well, and I didn't even realize that I did this, but I scheduled two three-day weeks. Oh, 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 because last week was Memorial Day. Oh, right. And then I took off Friday, and then Monday and Tuesday, and then now it's three days. I was like, wow, I didn't realize <laughs> I was so clever. That, nailed it. Act, nailed it. Without knowing you clever. nailed it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Do you feel refreshed? A, a little bit. But, you know, walking into this morning, getting locked out of my business. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, been a morning. Oh, a lot. I can't get into my computer. Oh, Help been a morning me, for you too, Lex? Yeah, it has. But, um, hey, it's really good to see you and get at least, you know, get you sort of into your computer and, uh, you know, it's running and it's all good. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yes. It's just going to take a little extra time. Sure does. Yeah. Gosh. Well, how's Vegas? Was it hot as balls or? It wasn't hot as balls. It was just a hot as a ball. <laughs> just one ball. A, sing- a singular ball. A singular ball. Uh, no, it was great. It was nice. You know, I mean, you Vegas, 72 hours of that. And then it's like, okay, I need to get back to reality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You eat anything good? Did you yeah. see any oh, shows? Did oh, you- man. Well, yeah. Belly dance? Well, belly danced at Carbone Restaurant. 
Which Ooh. is in the Aria. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was oh. that, that was one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. Oh, my. Let's get hungry. Uh, uh, let, let's get hungry. It was family-style Italian food. What oh. didn't I eat? There was steak, there was chicken, there was carpaccio, there was wine, there was little almond cookies, compliments of the chef, and then they kicked us out because we were there too long, and they're like, get out! Really? That happens in Vegas? At this restaurant, they give you two hours. That's it. Oh, because of reservations and just... And we went like two and a half hours. And I was like, well, man, you know what? I'm paying the tab here. Don't worry about it. (laughs) How did they do it? How did they do it? Because I asked because there's several places around here that still have that. They had it. And I understood during the pandemic because, you know, well, various reasons. But there are some places I won't call them out, but that still have that. um, They have a 90 minute rule and they do not enforce it with any type of hospitality. Um, and they are in the hospitality business, and I have stopped going to a place because of how rude they were and are about handling that ninety-minute rule. Ew, um, really? Oh yeah, I'm not oh. being Jason. I'm, I I stopped going yeah. because of how how I get it. You don't have to explain it to me. I I, I get it. I was you know yeah. I was involved with the restaurant. I get it. However. There's an execution to it that was some finesse that doesn't make the guest feel unwelcome. And like Holly's joke made me think of it. It's like, Biatch, I'm paying the bill. Don't worry. I'm going to keep ordering food. But anyway, did they handle it? Did they handle it with some finesse, Holly? Oh, I didn't even know. They told somebody at the end of the table, like, hey, maybe it's time for you. to. Maybe it's time for you to go now. And I'm like, well, we're going. But you put cookies on the table. (laughs) (laughs) You put these cookies on the table. It's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, don't worry about it. We're going to leave. It's fine. But yeah, I I can understand in Vegas where they've they want to turn the table. They don't want campers. And there's people who have to go to shows, too. And all that. No, it didn't go to any shows. I just, yeah, I'm not paying $500 for Garth Brooks tickets. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. Or yeah. Katy Perry. Or Katy Perry or anybody. I, yeah. Yeah. Are you not a cool. show goer when you're in Vegas? I'm a not- show goer if it's a, if it's a concert or I don't know. It really depends. Yeah. I, I just, I Vegas, I will say, is expensive. It, it used oh. to be a place where you'd be able to go, roll in, hang out at the nickel slot, yep. put in some money, consistently yep. go, you get your cocktails, you do whatever. But now there's surcharges for everything. And so it's just like, ah, you know, I can't think of anybody that I would really just be dying to see. Yeah. If they gave me a free ticket, it would be great. But other than that, no, no. Mm-hmm. Ve- yeah. Vegas has gotten very expensive very quickly. Yes. Um, it yeah. used to be, it, it did used to be where you could find a deal here and there on this and that. And I, I go with some regularity. So it's, it's, it is, I, I mentioned that Martha Stewart uh, meal or that was not cheap. That oh, was that, that. Luckily I did not pay that tab, but um, <laughs> I, I did not pay that tab that night, but no, but there's not, it's, that's why I love that, that uh, the place where you can get three for ones. If you enjoy a cocktail that I always recommend it oceans one, um, and the Planet mm. Hollywood Shopping Center, it's a great deal um, because it is. Holly's right. It's gotten very expensive, just generally food. You used to be able to go. My friend, hey, hey, Haley, grew up in Vegas. Her father was a casino manager at Caesars. 
uh, in the 80s and 90s. And, you know, it was the place where you could get a $5 buffet. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Now I wouldn't even probably do the buffet because it's just not worth. I don't know. I felt like it was like 100 bucks. Yeah. The 100 bucks that you're paying to go to the buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Caesar's buffet, I think, is like 120 or something. Now, granted. It's several rooms of joy, but still, <laughs> you're still paying over, you're paying like a hundred bucks for a buffet. What what was the restaurant again that you said? It um, was Car- Aria? Carbone. It's oh, an Italian okay. restaurant. Oh, yes. Fabulous. Yes. I mean, you, you shove your face and you eat. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was just, it was delightful. And so it was nice to get away for a little while and roast. Because yeah. I'm a pool oh. roaster. That's all I want to do when I go to Vegas. Yeah. I just want to yeah. be a pool roaster. I hear you. Did yeah. anyone bother you? Or did you have a did you have a nice pool experience? Yeah, it was a wonderful pool experience. Okay, good. Then I was getting hassled by the pool. That was getting splashed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those cannonballs, kids, you know, or something. No. Did you oh, did fun. you sufficiently rotisserie chicken at Holly? Did you uh, turn did, a turn every so often? But okay, I was I the wanna... only person at the pool wearing long <laughs> sleeves. Because yeah. I wear rash guards, I wear cover-ups, and other people are just roasting like a pig. I'm like, I've got a hat, I've got a mm. rash guard, I've got my cover on. I'm like, I'm not going to be out in the sun. Are you kidding me? Get out of But I love to roast. Yeah, that being said. You just want to feel the heat. Yeah. Okay, because that, 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 I think that, you. I see, I took it as you like to, and I'm looking at you, and I'm like, oh, I don't see a visible tan. No. So I was confused, too. So you were like a green giant steamer. Yes. You were just, you just wanted to steam out there. Yes, yes. yes. You just put okay. a, like a packet of baby carrots. You Got just it. put me out in the sun. I just, I, <laughs> and you feel good. But yeah. there was one thing yeah. that I saw on Monday that I have been waiting years to see, and I finally saw it. I Ooh. finally saw it. And when we come back, Holly will unveil what she finally, finally saw. Guys, I'm so excited. I am. I, I'm excited to hear this. I, I, don't, I think the audience is too. Uh, I should say too, Holly's having problems technically. I'm just going to acknowledge if you keep seeing me look at my watch uh, in the cameras, it is not because I'm bored. Um, sometime overnight, somebody here at at the FOX deleted every system that I have for the radio show. So I have no Zeta, uh, which is my little sound effects. I have nothing. So I am. So if I keep looking down, I'm yes, looking at my watch. Free. Just, yeah, yeah. just wanted to just, yeah, just wanted to say that right off the bat. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. Streaming all over the place. Maybe. I mean, we're having all sorts of issues. So who knows if we're transmitting, but hey. We usually are. <laughs> Hopefully this is on. Hopefully. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Holly back from her time. A nice little trip to the Sin City. Slot machine capital of the world. Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, okay, now you said before the break that you've been waiting a long time to see something. And you finally saw something. Oh, Jason and Alexis, I've been waiting literal years to see what I saw in Las Vegas on Monday afternoon as I was making my way back to Minneapolis. Okay. And it's a Janet Airlines plane. What? A Janet 
Caroline's plane. Whoa. That's like seeing a unicorn. It is like seeing a unicorn. If you don't know what don't Janet know. is, Janet is the secret airline run by the United States Department of the Air Force. Yeah. It's the commuter plane to Area 51. 51. Okay. <laughs> I was walking through the terminal on Monday afternoon and I literally stopped in the middle of the terminal and I said, Chip, my husband, watch my bags. There it is. I got to go to the window and I literally ran to the window. I think people thought I was a freak. I took pictures. I've got video. It exists. <laughs> I was like, ooh, girl, that thing is going out to go and visit the aliens. Oh, my gosh. Well, there was just a committee meeting. I mean, there was just a televised committee meeting. So, oh, maybe that's maybe. what they were doing. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. UFO evidence is out there. There's a whistleblower speaking to Jason's story that just came yeah. out in the past couple of days saying that they're reverse engineering alien spacecraft. Oh, my God. It's like what? a deconstructed meatloaf. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> and they're ooh. picking out the pimentos uh-huh. and they're in the shape of an alien. Oh my gosh. And you know for sure this was a Janet yes. flight. This was it, a Janet it, flight. It had the red stripe. Yes, it has the red stripe. You'll know a Janet plane. It's in Las Vegas. They have their secret terminal that's located at the airport. So oh. it's not in the main terminal. It's not even in the private jet terminal. They have their own security clearance. And it's these little white planes with a red stripe across it. And those babies go to Area 51. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. And I oh. finally saw it. And I dropped my bags in, in the middle of the, the aisle. I'm like, Chip, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. I got to get the photo evidence. There it is. Did anyone else realize what was happening? Or were you like, uh, you know, all by yourself? All by myself. (laughs) Nobody. You're like, who is that? Why why is she so excited? But these planes go to other places besides Area 51. But look, if you have driven through the Nevada desert, yeah, that place is desolate. It's all get out. Mm-hmm, sure is. Secrets are happening. You know, Lake Mead, it's been a drought. Mm-hmm. They've been finding bodies floating up to the top of that yep. baby. <laughs> yep, sure have a lot. <laughs> when the Yeah, when the drought happened, it's yes. filling back up. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. But when the drought, um, all of these mobsters uh, were getting a little worried because a lot of bodies were floating up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, oh, Nikki, two times. What are we going to do about Mm -hmm. that? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't hide it with the anvil. No, 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 no. Janet. Ooh. Oh, oh my goodness. I've never, and I'm googling because I've never seen one of these plans. Oh, yeah, I've Janet. never seen one in person, but uh, another friend is obsessed with this as well. Oh really? Oh really? And yes, same. Actually, you guys both know her, Hannah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Who used oh. to do our social media here. Oh, you know, I texted her right she, away. Oh. I was. <laughs> 
Oh, there like... it is. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny? What's funny uh, is if if, if if you didn't know, I I did not know this. If you're were like me, I this is kind of there's nothing extraordinary about the aircraft. You know what I mean? It, it looks like maybe a um an airline from a different country. You know, a brand that we are not aware of here. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I would not have been. Maybe you've seen them and didn't know, geez. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, well, now because of how now I'm going to watch out for these. Well, now you yeah. need to, every time you go to Las Vegas, you need to be on high alert for these Janet Airline planes. And to your point, Jason, these are little 737s. Yeah. According to the Wikipedia, because this is top secret information, <laughs> they purchased these from uh, Air China. Some of these planes, allegedly, supposedly, and then, you know, they put they put the paint on it, nondescript. You're not going to notice this. You're not going to be sitting at the airport and being like, wow, mm-hmm. there's the super. Su- <laughs> there's there's <laughs> Janet. Where's Miss Jackson? Where, where, where? <laughs> Say hi to the aliens for me, everybody. <laughs> but yes, this is the commuter plane yeah. that takes everyone out. I bet it. I imagine it takes maybe 30 to 40 minutes to fly wherever they need to go. There are other places out in the Nevada and California desert where these planes go. I'm not concerned about those places. I'm concerned about Area 51. That's what I want to know about. Yeah. Tell me. Janet. Yeah, I want to know <laughs> yes. all about what they're doing. So they... the. Ooh. The 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 story coming out of the meetings this week or last week when it was the rumor is that they're reverse engineering these crafts. Yes. Oh, that's yes. cool. There's um, a whistleblower who used to work for the Department of Defense. Yeah. And this person is alleging that the U.S. has a craft of non-human origin. And that they're reverse engineering the technology to try to figure it out. Oh, my God. Wow, so that implies they actually have, like, a UFO. Yes, exotic materials. The it's debris. Like, oh, it's like Michael Keaton's character in um, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home or Homecoming, remember? When he was Vulture? Yes. And, his, and, and he picked up, his company picked up all the debris from the Avengers fights. Material yes. of non-human origin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, last year we had all that CIA footage or from the Pentagon yep. showing all of these aircrafts. Now, the term preferred to the UFO community, they want to <laughs> say that these were instances of encounters. Yeah, we encounters. don't need to piss off the UFO community. No, unex- oh. no this is, they want to say, unexplained anomalous phenomena, UAP. That is the preferred terminology for the aliens. <laughs> for the aliens. We're not alone, guys. We're not alone. No, we're not. No. No, we are absolutely are not. No. No. They're here. And I well, think one is among us. I Jason. was just going to say, um, uh, Holly, <laughs> look, in the, look, in, look, in, look in the middle square, Holly. Look right in the right? middle square yeah. of the monitor. Nope. There she is. There she is. She's what are looking, you talking about? What? Huh? She's looking very human-like huh? this morning. Her hair is shorter, but that's about it. She's yeah, I got my hair cut yesterday. Oh, my God. Woo-hoo! Guys, I it thought... has been three years since Holy you've gotten a haircut. Crap. That is ridiculous, isn't it? I know. Alexis, turn and flip your hair around. Let me see. Oh my God, it's gone. Yeah, seven inches gone. Yeah, 
Oh, do you just feel, do you like oh. flip your head around and just like your head is liberated? Oh, my hair is so happy right now, you guys. Really? Do you yes. feel lighter? Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. cute. It's oh. real. It's real pretty. Thank you very much. Very much. But Holly, keep an eye on her eyes, though. Are okay. her pupils lizard-like? <laughs> are her pupils human-like or are they lizard-like? Little slits. Mm-hmm. we got to keep an eye on that. Noted. <laughs> okay. When we come back. Hey, speaking of aliens in the future, <laughs> Apple unveiled something Uh-oh. that I'm very curious of what Alexis feels about this. My Her little lizard person. When we come back. <laughs> Pumpkins can't help you with alien life in your home, but they can help you with pests. I'm talking mice, ants, spiders, roaches, wasps, bees, carpenter ants, fleas, millipedes, silverfish, and so much more. They've got you. They can do it on a single service basis. So if you've got an infestation, just give them a call. They'll come on out. Or you can sign up for their annual service plan like me. It's called Home Guard, and that's where they proactively protect your home before there's big issues. So everyone's home, you know, you have different environments around your home, and it makes you more or less conducive to pests. So up to you, single service or year-round. You know, I live in the woods, so they're always trying to knock, they're always knocking on my door and coming in all weird ways. But thank goodness we have Patrick, uh, our awesome technician at Plunkett. So year-round protection, uh, they'll come service your home and, of course, on call as well. Keeping pets in their place, not yours. Head to Plunkets.net or use my talk keyword, pests. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything, nothing is working. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. <laughs> Yep. Oh, <laughs> kicking and stretching this morning. What a day. Is it oh. Monday? What is it? Seriously. Is it seriously? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's, it's easier just, to laugh, right? It is, right? It is. It's nothing. Nothing's working. But you know what? It's radio. We're not saving lives. Yeah, true. We're not rescuing uh, cattle uh, from, a, from a ranch. Mm-hmm. No. No. Mm-hmm. No. We're just... Doing radio. Yeah, just just talking. That's right. Just talking. Um, I was very curious, very, very curious about what my friend Alexis, seven inches cut off Thompson, um, (laughs) thought of Apple's big announcement this week. Now, Uh we we didn't get to this yesterday, and I'm kind of glad that we did, because now I'm almost equally curious of what the very pragmatic... Very sensible Holly Roberts thinks of this as well. Mm. Yeah. And I'm talking about Apple's first new, new product, like a new product line in, in, a, in a long time since I think the Apple Watch, since they've gotten into a new area. And that is the Apple Vision Pro. It is a, a virtual reality, augmented reality headset. Uh, not the first company to do it. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's had it for a while. Um, Oculus, I think, is their virtual reality headset. So if you're still unclear even a day later what this is, I've queued up the CBS Evening News, a quick little like, okay, what the hell is this? And then we'll talk about it on the other side. So here's uh, the Vision Pro from Apple, the big announcement this week. This is a day that's been years in the making. Apple's Vision Pro headset is essentially a wearable computer. It's the first Apple product you look through and not out. It can be used as a virtual desktop or even a giant movie screen. The only controllers are your eyes, voice, and hands. 
you can see, hear, and interact with digital content just like it's in your physical space. The starting price, $3,500, several times more than its closest competitors. When you're trying to convince people to wear a computer literally on their face, <laughs> I think that it can be a much more challenging sell. Other VR headsets have had mixed <laughs> results. Facebook, now Meta, introduced its first model years ago, and its Metaverse is still sparsely populated. Apple's not targeting families with this just yet. Right now, developers, because developers ultimately need to build the applications and the use cases. This is really the appetizer before the main entree. Mm. Now, Apple says it's not going to release its Vision Pro until early next year. That'll give developers plenty of time to come up with some apps for it. The question is, as prices begin to come down over the years, do people even want or need it? Well, Nora, a lot of people ask that question about a phone with no keyboard back in 2007. Mm. So there it is. Now, huh. because I'm an Apple nerd, I did watch the entire presentation. So, uh, you get one of these? Are you well, convinced? Yeah, I might be. Yeah, I might be. The price tag is staggering. So, if anything keeps me from it, it's that. Yeah. But this is intriguing to me, and the thing that I think gets me is my boyfriend Bob Iger popped up on um, during this presentation. Oh, he did. Yes. And very much like what Disney did with um, Steve Jobs. When, remember, the very first video iPod came out? And it was basically the iPod, but it had a little bitty video screen. Just a little square. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I do. Um, well, Disney, Iger and and Steve Jobs were, were kind of repairing the relationship between Apple and uh, Disney. And in that first meeting, Bob talks about this in his book. Bob said, hey, I want to help you motivate other content creators to jump on this video iPod device. I will provide you ABC shows that people can watch on the iPod. And I remember this. Desperate Housewives, Lost, and Grey's Anatomy were some of the first shows that you were able to purchase for like 99 cents and watch an episode of on the tiny first iPod. Oh, anyway, yeah. Dis Disney is doing this again oh. with this these headsets. Disney is producing exclusive content for this headset. So, for instance, when you're watching an ESPN game, I immediately, I'm not joking, Lex, because your husband is the only one that I know that's a huge basketball fan. Yeah. One of the things that Disney's planning on is if you have ESPN for this headset, yeah. you for $10, $15, it will take you courtside to any NBA game. It'll seem, it'll seem like you're sitting courtside at this game in 3D, wow. like surrounding you. Um, for movies, you can turn on a setting where you can make the screen really big and then behind you, the environment around you isn't like if like, let's say, Lex, you're, you have the headset on right now in, in your in the studio. Mm -hmm. 
you could either keep the studio as your background, you know what I mean, your present environment, yeah. or you turn that crown and a virtual environment will surround you, be it a movie theater environment that Apple's created, or uh, there's a mountain terrain that it looks like you're camping while watching a giant movie, but you're surrounded by this environment wow. in 3D. I will tell you the entertainment aspect of this intrigues me. And the fact that unlike other headsets like uh, Oculus from Facebook, yeah, you, it was the opening line in that story. You can see through this. You, you're not blocked from your environment. You, you can yeah. see around you. That's the part. I'm going to maybe surprise you. I, I am very intrigued by this as well. I think mm-hmm. it will take some time getting used to, but the idea of just having your computer right there, I might not trust my eyes because did they say that you just move your eyes and yes. it will, uh, but yeah, just taking, getting used to, I wonder if there's like a glove accessory or something no, that you could turn no. anything that, into a mouse pad or something. No, that is what, um, uh, oh God, I can't think of his name. Um, he's a tech guy that I, he is the guy. He has like millions of followers. Anyway, he said, he goes, I hate to use contri- a contrived Apple-esque word like this. He said, but it's like magic. Yeah. The fact that unlike Oculus and other virtual reality headsets, the thing that sets this one is apart. There are so many sensors, Lex and Holly, around the lens. That around the, your mind. The, that you, they purposely, there is no controller. And you're, if you move your eye, like if you pull up your, um, if you put the headset on, and it pulls up what looks like your main screen on your iPhone. If you just simply look closely at your photo app, that will highlight. If you look a little down to your notes, that will highlight. And then you pinch your finger and it opens. So it's like Tom Cruise's movie, Minority Report. We're there. Yeah. I mean, we're here. That's what's cool to me. No controller. It's so, there are so many sensors. You, you just, Look wow. around. You, wow. you, it, it activates with your eye movement. And he and the guy, I think Mark, I, I can't think of his Mark. Um, he's like, it's magic. He's like, you do feel like it's a little Harry Potter, a little Tom Cruise. It's it's quite that part of the interface is magical. Wow, well, we kind of knew this was coming, right? Yeah. Guess, uh, for a while, it was like, oh, there's going to be a chip in your brain. <laughs> so this is actually might yes. be a little easier. Um, but yeah, I, I would absolutely try it and and just see if it would work. Um, Holly, does this I've, freak you out or at all? If uh, curious, it doesn't freak me out because this is just like the next step. You yeah. know, it, it's yeah. kind of the next inevitable step. People have been imagining this for decades, and yeah. then now it's coming to fruition. That being said, I'm not going to put one of these on until they get the motion sickness aspect of it because putting on. <laughs> Putting on those uh, Oculus things makes kind of makes me want to barf. Yeah. So if they got that down, yeah. I'll totally put some of these on my head. Otherwise, Apple's going to have to go back to the drawing board. That being said, not paying three thousand five hundred dollars for it. Oh my god! That's yeah. that. Price. Yeah, that is the early adapter price. Yep. That, exactly. And that is fine. I'm going to be sitting over here waiting for my cheap, uh, the Costco version, Kirkland yeah. Signature Kirkland. <laughs> Virtual Reality. Kirk- Holly Kirkland Advisor. Kirkland Advisor. Yes. Are these, a- <laughs> Are these attractive what, what? at all? 
yeah, they're cool looking okay. and they're comfortable. Do we look like we have a ski mask on or, or well, kind of? I mean, you know, it, you do, but they're attract. It's, it's Apple. You Let's know what I mean? Here. Their design, their design eye, no pun intended, is always really good. Okay. Um. So this is what I mean. I'm the waiting for a sunglass line, version of it. Yeah, like Google glasses. Yeah, um, I like that. This is what, especially in our universe here at my talk, this is what I'm excited for. And it was the closing line of that reporter's package or his tag. I'm excited to see what content creators do with this technology, like Disney's and your Warner Brothers and your your movie directors. Bob Iger showed, uh, um, because Disney Plus will be one of the first apps immediately available. And one of the things you'll get to do is watch an episode of The Mandalorian and the environment around you will be like, Grogu will be watching it with you. Oh. You'll be in the garage. You know, Amy Sedaris's uh, garage, Lex, where she makes, you know, Amy yes. Sedaris's character. That's one of the environments where that will surround you. And then the screen to watch The Mandalorian is right in, right in the middle of it. So you're sitting in a Mandalorian environment watching The Mandalorian. Whoa, and, that's and just wild. Think, and just think of the possibilities for 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 creatives. You know yeah. what I mean? To take this, it's really a new storytelling tool. You could bring, like Bob said, they want if you can't go to Disney World, oh, they can bring Disney World to you. You know, you can mm. go down Main Street. What are they gonna USA. charge for that? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Two hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> you sit on the, the end of the ride. Exactly. You don't need a seat. No. So it uh, comes out early next year. The Apple Vision Pro. If you just tuned in, that's what we're talking about. Cool. Uh, when we come back, I got to tell you, I'm this story. It's not the biggest story of the day, but it makes me laugh because we love Martha so much. Oh. I'm so glad Lexi put this on the sheet. Um, Martha Ooh. is not a fan of something. Mm-mm. She's just not. And she and Alexis will tell you what Martha is not a fan of. Talk website or app. Hey, friends, Alexis for JTR Roofing, Inc. You are looking at the exterior of your home, noticing some damage, it's worn out. Gotta call JTR Roofing because, yes, roofing is in the name. They specialize in storm and hail damage repair. But they also do siding. They do gutters, windows, decks. Both residential and commercial jobs of all sizes. They help with new construction, remodels, replacements. They do it all, of course, with your roofing also. There's your soffits and your fascia. That's what Angel and I got done last year on our home. And very grateful that we got that done before last winter. (laughs) You're looking at your home going, ooh, we have some outdoor projects. Have them out for a free estimate. Let them show you what they can do. And uh, get started. They serve the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. 651-777-7394. Mention me or my talk for up to $1,000 off roofing, siding, or gutters. JTRRoofingInc.com. Oh, Martha. She doesn't like something. And Alexis will tell you what that is. And it's not processed croutons. Welcome back. (laughs) I don't think she likes those either. She doesn't like those either. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We're so glad you're here. Before we get to that, a couple notable things today, like anniversaries. I always love these Mm. birthdays. Uh, 38 years ago today, the Goonies hit theaters. (gasps) Wow. And then 41 years ago, Priscilla opened Graceland to the public. 1982, Graceland opened. Wow. And uh, here... 
there's some importance of today because today is Prince's birthday, by the way. So mm-hmm. get in your car after listening to us and listen to a little Raspberry Beret or 1999 or Purple Rain. Yeah. yeah. And nice. in 93, this is the day he took his, uh, uh, changed his name to that symbol. Oh, yeah. 30 years ago. Today, 1993. 30 years? That does not feel like 30 years Right? Now. No. That's what I thought. Oh. 93. That felt like something he did in the late 90s, doesn't it? Yeah. Or I, like I, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Holly, before uh, we get to Martha. Please. I think I can speak for Alexis. And uh, I know you have nothing to do with this. Okay. But... The Trivia Mafia Saturday morning cartoon questions were very hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We were <laughs> terrible. We were no! horrible. We got somebody emailed us. Holly, we were so bad. Somebody emailed Alexis and I via the show page jokingly like laughing at how terrible we were. We were awful, weren't we, girl? Oh, we were my gosh. Bad. But did you win? Yeah, yeah, by the tiebreaker <laughs> at the yeah, very end, but by the hair on both of our chins, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh. Well, was it because the Saturday morning cartoons that they were asking about? Were they, you know, by the time you got to college or Girl. It was like, what kind of underwear did the pink uh, Power Ranger wear in episode four? I mean, it was yeah. like- the answer is Tuesday, right across the butt cheek. Right. Power Ranger granny panties, Power Ranger briefs. Oh, no, it was hysterical. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? I think that this Friday, you guys... Oh, we're screwed. You, why? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Let, uh, what were you going to say? <laughs> You are not screwed, Alexis. No, uh, well. No, we are. We are yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it is sex in the city. We're celebrating the 25th anniversary of the show this week. Yeah, true. But Holly, true. complete the tease. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know who we're going up against. Uh, yes. Holly, complete the tease. Uh, Lori and Julia. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, if we're going up against, like, Mike and Grant this week. You know what I mean? We will nail that. Yeah, we, we got nail it. it, Lex. Yeah. Anyway, oh, this Friday, thanks to Trivia Mafia, we love you. Oh. Uh, okay, tell everyone about Martha. Oh, Martha Stewart, not a fan <laughs> of remote work. No, she doesn't even like a hybrid work model where you know you you work in the office for three days and two days at home. She says you can't possibly get everything done working three days a week in an office and two days remotely. Then she compared the productivity level of the United States to France, which I think France should be upset with this, but maybe it is the truth. I'm not sure. Saying that France is, quote, not a very thriving country. Oh, Martha! (laughs) Girl. (laughs) And then she asks, should America go down the drain because people don't don't want to go back to work. Well, I mean, she's old school. She's 81. She, she I mean, I have bought I am a little Lex, you know, I've said this since the beginning. Yeah. I I knew the pendulum would swing a little bit back. I remember there was a story in the New Yorker how no one's ever going back to the office and I thought, "Okay, settle down. That's not going to happen." But the pendulum will never swing all the way back. No. I think there are also industries. I, I just don't think Thank it's you. a one size fits all. Yep. Martha. <laughs> I love you, Martha. But 
there are some industries that are thriving with having remote workers for a lot of different reasons, whether it's, you know, having a building that they're renting that they don't no longer need, that the productivity for some of the workers are, are it's it's even better. Um, so I, I don't know. It's not a one size fits all. Maybe for her and the creative, you know, coming up with different recipes and books and projects and products because she just has so much going on. Maybe you're right that that works for her, but it doesn't work for everybody. What do you she think, says Holly? now I'm on a rampage. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says. Well, get it. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Hal? Yeah, that's fine for Martha, but I completely disagree with her. <laughs> that's fine with her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, people with you could with hybrid schedule, there are so many different ways that people live. Also, hybrid work accommodates those perhaps that have disabilities or have things that are going on that might not allow them to work a traditional nine to five, yet still have much to contribute, much to do in the space of work. Now, I get it. If you're making whatever Martha Stewart is out at her farm, yeah, you got to tend to your chickens. You have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, no, Martha, sorry. Not not on this one. Don't give her an Apple Vision Pro. Oh, yeah. Don't give her an Apple Vision Pro. Just don't do it. I'm somewhere in the middle of you two. I I think I I firmly, everything you just said, Holly, the back end of what you said, I agree with. Uh, I think it's great for folks for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. I will say I strongly believe, though, that there are industries. Yes. There are companies that it shouldn't even be hybrid. Y'all's asses should just be in the office because you need that collaboration. And Peggy Noonan wrote an article of specifically about the news business that I completely it hit my heart directly. There is a loss of culture that happens as a result of this that for like the news business um, is, is sad because there's a newsroom culture that cultivates and stimulates and motivates story ideas and and sources and source sharing. And we have kind of lost that. And this is, um, that that's what makes me sad. I think any kind of creative endeavor, I think the energy and the ideas that come from being in the same space with your, co- with your coworkers and collaborators and you're bouncing ideas off of each other. I think there's just a different energy that comes uh, with being in person than you can ha- ever have in a Zoom meeting. I don't know. Oh, it's absolutely. I yeah, think it's yeah, industry yeah. and company Specific. dependent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Martha, girl. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta change with the times. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta change with the times, Martha. What did the French do to you? <laughs> yeah. I know, seriously, there's that too. Hour two. Uh, we're gonna put the master debaters, the PGA live debacle, or oh my god, when we return. Stay with us.